You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, Session 13. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubuni. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast, and thank you so much for listening, for your time, for hanging out with me. So grab a cup of coffee, grab a tea, some munchies, and let's spend some time together. Today's topic is leave the mixing to the kitchen, not your spiritual readings. You might be like, what is going on here? Okay, let me explain. What does a spiritual reading bring to you? Peace, it's a good one. Freedom, self-worth, purpose. What about clarity? And there's a ton of other great adjectives and feelings and effects and outcomes that can come from a spiritual reading. So we didn't cover it above for obvious reasons. We would be here for days. But why is this important? And why do any of those questions have to do with the topic? You know that I like lists. So I am going to give you five reasons why not to attend a mixed reading. You're like, well, what does that mean? What is a mixed reading? All right, so we'll go straight into number one. Bringing different systems into one reading is not honoring any one single system. So if you go to a person and you're going to get a tarot reading with the Meridilogun, those are the 16 shells for Arisha or a Meridilogun reading with astrology. I love this one. I actually heard about this one and I didn't know how it worked. Ifa reading with a pendulum reading. Um, I've also heard of Orisha readings with the runes. That's a pagan um, divination system with symbols. Oh, I, this one has happened many times. A Meridilogun reading with a palo. I I still haven't seen how that happened, but it happened combined and together. And there are many others. Um, let's see, it could be Meridilogun or Ifa with, I don't know, a chalice and just another system. So if you're bringing two systems together, it's not honoring either one of those systems. They're not with the same deities. It's not the same pattern. It's just not even the same tradition, faith, or even religion. And yes, I'm even talking about Palomajombe because Palomajombe comes from the Congo region, which is not from where Orisha traditions come from. So a reading that combines both of those, it's a little tricky and not in a good way. So number two, 
readings in different traditions may deal with different entities and can bring confusion. We can, okay, let's go into the Meridulogun and Palo. Again, Palo comes from the Congo region. Orisha comes from Nigeria. Let's just name the country Nigeria. An Orisha is not the same thing as an Empungo, or it's not even the same words. They're not read the same way. They don't have oduns the way that an Orisha would. So they're not, they're, they may use shells, but it's two different systems, completely different, completely different deities. And that's confusing. Even if it's something similar, the Ebo and everything else is going to be completely different. Oh, that brings us to number three, the Ebo portion. The sacrifice portion, Ebo, is the Yoruba word for sacrifice. The Ebo portion, the prescribed Ebo, may bring conflict. Why is that? Let's say that you're looking for a job and you go to a priest and they say, oh, you need to do something with Obatala and with Eshu. And you're like, okay, this sounds great. Let's get going. And then you get another message from another deity in another system you also have to do, and it conflicts with the above. Each Orisha has certain taboos, and each system, each deity will have its own taboos. Let's talk about a system that doesn't have deities. Now let's go to the pendulum part. Let's say that we're going to go back to this part of the Obatala and Eshu portion, right? And we're going to go to get a job and the Ebo, and then you bring in a pendulum. That's funny. Who's controlling that pendulum? Do you have absolute proof that it is Eshu, Obatala? An egum, maybe? Who's egum? Is it yours? Is it the priest's? Is it just random egum that was passing by and said, ooh, they're doing something fun. Let me see if they can hear me. And they start shifting. That. There is no proof. So when you're dealing also with other, other ways of getting a reading done that don't have a definite, I don't know, tradition or entity, who's shifting that? The reason why I really, truly, truly love systems that have a match with their deities, for example, Lukumi, Yoruba, traditionally Sheshe, Palomajombe, Vudan, Candomble, oh, and even some of the pagans, uh, Hinduism, there's other, there's other systems that I really like. It's because when you are conducting or when they are conducting divination, it is linked to a particular entity. It's not left to the wind or whatever spirit is flying by. They can say, oh, this rune fell for whatever. This, I don't know, God or goddess speaks. So in our system, this Odun fell 
So this Orisha speaks. Let's go look at this possibility of a bose and in which orientation it goes, because now we know exactly where it's coming from. So if if you're doing things with different systems, especially those that don't have a particular deity, you're leaving your readings to chance, to chance that something may go very, very wrong because now an Orisha is talking and then some random spirit is talking and there is no way of verifying that through what is going on. So this conflict may come from different cooks in the pot. Number four, getting a reading mixed with two or more traditions does not give respect to anyone. Okay, so let's go back to the Obatala and the issue and the job issue. So I'm going to this priest and they're doing the Ebo with Obatala and issue, and I need a job like right now. That's fine, right? And then they're going to do the water gazing and we're going to do tarot and we're going to do the pendulum. Well, I wouldn't blame Eshu if Eshu is like, so you're coming to me and now you're coming to that and to that and to that. You don't trust that I can fix your job situation. So now you're going to bring in, what is this dangling thing? You're going to bring some cards and crystal gazing or I don't know, whatever it is. This doesn't give them respect. If you're bringing two traditions completely different, let's say Paloma Jombe and Orisha traditions, then you're not honoring either or. Those deities will be like, well, if I'm not enough, have them fix it or have someone else fix it. And honestly, I wouldn't blame them if they did that because it's like when a kid comes to one parent and will say, hey, dad, can I have a candy? And the dad is like, well, I'll think about it. And then they go to mom on the sneak, like, mom, can I have a candy? And if parents talk, most likely the answer will be no, just because you did not wait until one parent could resolve the issue. Same here. So it's not like, oh, don't get mixed readings because they're going to get mad. But think about it. You're dealing with deities. They are aspects of God. They're, they are an essence of God. And now you're going to get a reading that goes for the mighty issue and, I don't know, cards? Really? How do you think that is honoring each one of those traditions? Another reason why is because we cannot bend the will of God. We cannot just twist that, oh, well, I want a job, so I'm going to go to Obatala and Eshu but I know that when I get a little, you know, feeling with these cards, they usually go in my favor. The truth is, you cannot bend the will of God by using different divination systems to try to get you what you want. Another one is that you have to give honor to the one system that you are seeking help in. It just, it's so disrespectful 
not only to the deities themselves, but to the system and to the priests who really have undergone the study in this one system. Not everybody can be a specialist in everything, unless you are the owner of that crystal skull. But that is a movie. <laughs> Maybe it's real. Who knows? But we are in these traditions, and we have to just honor our one that we are seeking help in, which brings me beautifully into number five. There is power in one's faith when one belief system is called upon in helping us with our one thing, whatever that one thing is. So if I go to the Virgin of the Tomatoes, ta-da, for help in, I don't know, puppy rearing, I have a dog, so puppy rearing, and I get a reading with the Virgin of the Tomatoes, and I listen to the advice given under her system of the tomatoes, I it will give me the strength to work on my puppy rearing, raise my faith in the Virgin of the Tomatoes, and give me more meaning with my connection with her, with my faith with her, one focus. Of course, the Virgin of the Tomatoes is not real. I actually stole that from my husband. I loved the saying so much that I took it as my own. There is no such thing, but it basically puts a humoristic look into how people's beliefs are. So if I choose to believe in Orisha and people think that's weird, usually I'll respond to them. Does it really matter if I believe in this or the Virgin of the Tomatoes? If it makes me feel like a much better person, it makes me want to be a better person, it makes me feel more positive, and usually say, no, it doesn't matter. So I kept the Virgin of the Tomatoes. Don't try to Google it. It doesn't exist unless it's probably on one of my blog posts, but it's just an example. So if you go to the Virgin of the Tomatoes, you just have one thing that you are connecting with, one purpose, one goal, one system. Ifa has a proverb, a saying, and it is the goat has four legs, but can only go one way. No matter how many systems you are familiar with, you can only follow one at any one time. No matter what, you can only do one ebo for one system at a time. You can only focus on one thing at a time. You could be a Wiccan priest of the order of the whatever. You can be a Palo priest. You can be a Vudan priestess. You can be a Candomble priestess. You can be a priestess from the order of the Virgin of the Tomatoes and an Olorisha. It doesn't matter. You still can only do one thing at a time. So when it comes to readings, it is best to honor one system at a time. And please, please do not try to prove me wrong by holding two chickens on top of two different vessels on two different systems. I'm sure somebody can prove me wrong on doing simultaneous ebos. It is not the purpose. The purpose is we as priests are working to provide the community with clarity, 
with purpose and not confusion. This totally defeats the purpose. And the folks that are going to get readings, we are trying to get clarity and purpose. We do not need a mishmash of stuff trying to resolve one problem. So now what? What do you do if you go to a reading and you see priestess so-and-so take out her shells and you get your orisha reading and then take out the chalice of the goddess so-and-so or a tarot deck of cards, even if it is the tarot of the orishas, which is not Yoruba, by the way. And that does not mean that you're getting an Orisha reading. It's just a tarot reading with different pictures on it. Or a pendulum. I'm still puzzled about that pendulum bit, but a pendulum. Or ask you 20 questions for your astrology reading to follow. Well, simple. You just tell her or him, no, thank you. I would just like to have my reading with Orisha or that other system that you would like. Maybe you like tarot reading and that's okay. Maybe you like chalice of the whatever, okay. Maybe you just want a pendulum, an energy reading. What I'm saying is to keep each system locked in its own area to get the maximum results for that one thing. So how to prevent from even getting to that spot that you have to be like, no, Iya, I really do not want this. Let's just stick to Arisha. How do we even prevent that? I have two quick solutions for you. One, when setting up an appointment with anyone, priestess, a spiritualist, a person who connects with the beyond, whoever, find out what kind of reading it will be. If you really like this priest, just tell them, listen, I just prefer one type of reading, I don't I do not want a combination. It's a little too confusing for me. Just I just want this type of reading. Can you just do that? And if they try to sell you on the benefits and I'm sure that the list will be long, stick to your guns. And I'm going to tell you why in just a bit. But the second point of how to avoid even getting to the, you know, that awkward, like, please, I just want one reading. When you arrive to your reading, before it starts, be sure to confirm what kind of reading you will be receiving. Just in case, you know, a mild case of selective amnesia gets that priest or priestess or spiritualist, just like, oh, just to make sure, what kind of reading is this going to be? Oh, I'm going to do, you know, these three together so that, no, 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 I just want this one. I just wanted to make sure, okay, I just want this one. And usually people will honor that. Now, this is not to knock down any tradition or religion, not at all. I know many priests that have initiations in different traditions, to be honest, the first Babalao that I worked with was initiated into another tradition completely different than Orisha. It's like night and day. However, when it was our turn to meet for a reading, he only read me with Ifa. Not with a candle, not with tobacco, not with the gypsy lady cards. It was just Ifa. 
he was there as a babalawo to honor that tradition. So I don't knock that at all. There are folks whose journey takes them through many traditions. And this is great. If you have to walk on these different paths, then you can keep it all together and remember everything from every tradition. That's great. If you had to be a Catholic and then Muslim and then a monk and then an espiritista and now you're an olorisha, oh, and then a palera too, somewhere in there. And then uh, you had to wind up as a ifa, awoy, yanifa, babalao, whatever. That is great. However, this doesn't give you the green light as any priest to mix them like sancocho. That's like a Latin stew. (laughs) We call it sancocho. So this doesn't give you the right to create spiritual sancocho because you are well-versed in all of these spiritual paths. This is a message to help folks avoid confusion and additional readings and additional ebos. So remember the question in the beginning, what does a spiritual reading mean to you? What does it bring? Remember peace, freedom, self-worth, self-esteem, purpose, and clarity, and the list goes on and on. When you go to a spiritual person or a priest, you are seeking clarity. and. Although bundled packages may sound like a great deal, but the unseen portion, basically the not yet materialized troubles that may come along with it, just are not worth it. So this is really coming from a place of love. And honestly, you will already spend going to a reading, getting the money for that said reading, getting the items needed for whatever prescribed a bow, sacrifice, whatever it is that you need to do, which will mostly not be free either. So you may need to get, I don't know, yams, uh, it could be a chicken, it could be something, it could be food, it could be whatever. More time to get those items that are needed. Or you know what? It could be time doing the said ebos, the different ones. So even if it's not something that is paid, it could be, I don't know, 21 nights of prayer to this one and then some other thing. That's time. That's time that now is away from your personal schedule that you are allotting to this ebo. And then more time thinking about your reading, especially if you took notes or you recorded it and what you thought and what you felt, how are you processing it, how are you going to make changes. This is all part of getting a spiritual reading. So imagine now you're doing readings with the Virgin of the Tomatoes and Obatala and Eshu came out in the other part. Now you have two sets of things that you have to do. This is not clarity that you are getting. This is actually doing a disservice to you. So wouldn't you just like to keep the above portion to a minimum? Do what you need to do instead of multiplying that because now you have to appease two entities, two systems, or settle some of the confusion that now has come up because you had to do different reading, well, one reading, but with different systems. 
You know, I'm sure that this has worked for some folks. Really, I'm sure I've heard that some of them have, but many of the stories that I've heard have not ended so well. Not every reading will go awry and crazy, but isn't it better to prevent than then having to repair? If just sticking to one system is going to bring you that one purpose that you need, isn't that worth it? Isn't that something that just entices you just to do it just one simple way? Just because it is done one way and just because it's one simple answer doesn't take away any of the meaning and the strength that is behind it. You know what I mean? So with that, Let's keep the mixing to the kitchen and not our spiritual readings. Remember, so not worth it. So let's keep the mixing to the kitchen and not our spiritual readings. We have reached the end of this episode of the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for hanging out with me and for your support. For show notes of this episode, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash session 13. Can you believe this? 13 episodes. Wow. If you want to catch up on past podcast episodes, that is super easy. Go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. All of the podcast's episodes are there. You can binge listen to them there. These are binge without the calories approved. And who doesn't love binging on good stuff? So you can go there and listen to them at www.orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. So with that, until next time, may all of the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.